You guys ready for uh, the big, uh, who's ready for the thing? Uh, the big, uh, there's big, uh, ooh. Um, hi everybody, I'm a voice in the world today. Hi, I'm a voice in the world. Thank you. That's, uh, that's as far as I've made it. Well, he's a voice in the world. Yes, thank you, I am. Thank you for respecting me. Yeah, that guy is at least speaking some kind of nonsense that for somebody to hear. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's part of what I provide over here at the Identity Podcast, soon to just be named Identity or something else entirely. Who knows what I'm going to do? No, I'll probably just change it or I take out the the and the podcast. Um, I did something really, really funny that was really funny to me uh, that I thought I shared a good laugh over it uh, with uh, a lot of people. I, I zoomed... Uh, like nine people that I randomly just nine people contacts out of my phone so I could share a good laugh about the things that I do and they weren't anybody like it wasn't necessarily people I knew that well Uh, just so that I could tell them this thing I did which is that I deleted um, I deleted a lot of my episodes well I deleted a bunch of episodes that I had like podcast episodes that were ready I was there in the queue ready to go I had a bunch of them like 10 different topics podcast episodes and i deleted all of them but like i had 10 of them because i'm just behind in releasing the items so that will teach me to not amass the podcast episodes and store them up i mean that's my own fault i totally brought that on myself uh it was a combination of my laziness in like i deleted them and the reason for that deletion was um part of it was my laziness in that it, I don't feel like uh, going back through the episodes to see if there's anything to take out. Uh, it's not it's not entirely laziness, though. I, like, I'm ready to do that when I'm ready to get rid of the episode. It's probably like 3% of the reason I deleted the files is laziness. I'm going to say that uh, like 20... Like, I'll say like 32% of the blame can be with uh, that I my laziness was do you hear like a low buzz in the background on my recording that's because i like i like the sound on like the same way i like a fan on when i'm sleeping so i'm just gonna see if it is the the air conditioning is so overpowering that it renders my podcast entirely unprofessional or not so like 32 percent of the reason that i accidentally deleted these files so i'm going through like the 100 percent the 100 percent of the negligence that i that contributed to so it's like a zero to 100 percent negligence scale so three percent of my negligence is uh that i'm lazy in getting the episodes out on the internet 32 percent of it is that i think that i should release the episodes like three days at a time rather than all at once like 32 if i like i would still be lazy in getting them on the internet but but still could possibly think that i can just put them on as fast as I can, uh, and that way they probably would have been on the internet by now if I was just like, well, I'm lazy, but I still get them up every two days. It's not like I'm trying to get them up exactly when they're available. So 32% of it is that bad decision. And so I've got 65% left. Uh, I'm going to say like 52% of it is my lack of ability to interpret the differences in uh, files on computers that I don't is my inability to understand the communication of the recording software that I record my 
podcast on 52 percent of it is that error uh because because i should have known what the difference was between a program file and an audio file which i do i do know the difference it's just that uh reaper doesn't label their <laughs> so i do know the difference between that as stupid as that makes me sound just that i wouldn't know the difference between the program and the audio i really just uh but that's like not i'm telling you specifically what it is is that it's not that it's that the name of the reaper file for the audio file is different from what i save the program file as and so the so the reaper file that's a wave is just a series of numbers so i've got and it does it like it produces a new file of a saved audio like any time that i save it like any time that there's any sort of change at all so i've got a ton of these files that are just numbers and i don't know what they are you know they're just numbers, but they're all the wave files, and I can see that they're wave files, and I know that a wave file is the audio file. Like, I just didn't realize that they were like specifically tied to the program. Like, uh, so like fifty-two percent of it is my stupidity in knowing what the uh, deal is with like program. Like, it's just computers. Like, I delete them hastily just flippantly because i'm like ah, i need space on my computer and really the remaining 13 percent of the blame is on my computer because the reason i was rushing through trying to delete files was because there's like i learned that there's uh not enough storage on my computer for all of those audio files like or i i started to think that uh well, it looked like my computer storage is full, and it is, and my computer just started going really slow, and there's no other explanation I can find as to why. Like, there's no viruses according to my virus protection, unless my virus protection is just, like, not getting the real viruses. My computer just started going slow one day, and so I thought it was a storage problem. I started deleting all this shit, and I deleted, like, 10 of my podcast episodes' audio files, and I'm using record, like, out of the, out of the uh, recycling bin. Too. And so I need to use a recovery, like deletion recovery file software in order to get them back. And I'm trying to do that right now, but it's not very, like the ones I've gone through so far haven't worked at all. I probably just need to do, like I haven't done one that I paid for is the problem. So I might still recover them if I uh, pay the money to recover them. It's like worth it to me to pay for it to try to, record, to recover them. Um, I used a free recovery software and it got one of them back. And so that's... That was really thrilling. It's like just the prodigal son returns, and then I was listening back through it. I'm like, oh, this one's not even that good. Like, this one's bullshit. But the main benefit of me deleting all those files, like, maybe it was a subliminal thing because it's like it's just a it's a burden that I don't have to deal with anymore. Like, I can just record an episode and then put it online immediately, and that's, a, that's you know, that's just something that's a priceless feature that that's the new reality that I live in that's produced off of... It's a byproduct of the reality where I uh, deleted all the files. And so I live in this different world where I don't have all that shit stored up. Like, it's pretty much just like that I had all these podcast episodes stored up. It's just like all this safety that I'm guarding myself with that I don't have to worry about. Like, oh, like producing a new episode. Like, I've got all these lined up and like, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't have to face like making a new episode. I mean, not that, not that I have a real problem facing that. It's just like, you can, you can store up all this stuff and then uh, down, send it online whenever you want. And that's just a, that's a really nice, um, that's a nice, result of just not sending them online right away 
But so I reviewed to you the zero to one hundred percent of the negligence I went into me deleting the episode. So I proved to you, I proved to you my humility, my one hundred percent responsibility I take for the decision I made, and that I am wrong in the world. But like it doesn't matter. I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> We're all wrong. I mean, you're wrong. You're wrong more. You're whatever you're thinking. You're wrong more. I'm gonna be right more the more that I talk. Like the more that's that's the way it works too. The more that you just say anything is the more right you are. No, maybe. I don't know. Just that you try to put out anything at all. It's not true. It's not true that the more you say, this is the more right you are. <laughs> that's not a very good hypothesis. That's just something I'm working through in the moment. So I wouldn't follow that one. Um, I don't know what I'm going to talk about or if I'll start like talking about the topics uh, that I lost. I guess I should totally go through my whole process to try to recover it before I start recording the topics that I lost and I think that that's what I will do um, yeah but I can uh, I get to talk about current events at what a perfect time to be able to talk about current events this is exactly the current event that I want to have an opinion on except no I'm just being sarcastic uh, it's not this isn't really a time for you to have an opinion. It's kind of just a time for you to look at the problem and uh, understand where everybody is coming from and uh, give respect to the oppression that's happened in the world. Um, but, uh, like, I'm not going to be the voice of any counter point to it, even though there might be a count. There's, like, nuanced arguments to have. Uh, this isn't really a time that anybody accepts a nuanced argument. So, no, I do not. I do not wish to speak on the topic for very long. Um, but like, I might as well. I probably will end up deleting it accidentally anyway. So, I might as well just say whatever. It's just like not. It's not a time that an opinion is like. You don't get to be funny about things. You don't. But like, you don't because there's a certain mindset that you're supposed to take on. But, like, I'm not the voice of any counterpoint to the thing. Like, I said what I said. Um, uh, there's a... But, so then it's kind of like at the beginning of the coronavirus when, like, everybody, like, that's the only news that you get to talk about. I think it's partly, like, this is probably uh, partly a result of the coronavirus that everybody's been sitting inside with all this pent-up anger like like there's a certain reaction at least like everybody kind of gets to vent their anger but like the frustration that they have from sitting at home is, is like maybe uh part of the problem besides like it's a it's a real issue to deal with i'm not trying to you know i'm not tr trying to say otherwise it's just that like when you uh you gotta you gotta move with it like you gotta accept that there's a lot of that the people who are really with the movement have authority right now that you have to like recognize apparently so it like so like it's better to uh it's better to recognize the injustices or uh at least try to see them in that light but like i'm not gonna i'm not going full into it uh and don't and don't want to be responsible for a counterpoint but like who wants to be responsible for a counterpoint like who wants to be a voice against 
the movement. Like, don't be responsible for a counter, a nuanced argument at a time like this. Like, anybody who has a slightly nuanced argument, like Drew Brees, like, we're going to drag him out into the street for stuff he said, like, and stone him for stuff he said, like, three years ago or, like, two years ago or something. But, like, it's just, like, uh, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a big reaction. It's a big, like, I don't, I don't agree with the rioting. And it does sound like a lot of the people that rioted, uh, were from out of city. So there really isn't a community aspect to that at all. When it's people from out of the city burning down, like they should be burning stuff down because of like, because of the injustice they felt from living there. Like you don't really get the right to burn down another city's buildings and declare that that city wanted those buildings burned down. So it's like the protesting uh, goes too far sometimes. Like you're kind of allowed some leeway in saying sharing that opinion publicly. Like, uh, but it's like obviously there's there's a reason for the backlash. Like there's a there's like issues with racism. Certainly, like I wouldn't not I wouldn't not recognize that. It's it's, it's whatever. Uh, but I get to talk about current events, like the current, uh, like those current events, um, and nothing holds me back anymore. And now I'm just like, I'm just a free soul. And there's, uh, there's only up from here. And it's like, I have this vision and I just am trying to enact the vision. Like, I'm just kidding. I'm being sarcastic. Like, I just have this, I'm, I'm trying to move the vision of myself forward in a positive direction that's reflective of the respect that I deserve for the trajectory of the path that I'm on for my movement forward and my progression and advancement as a reflection of society in the world to my own life for what I do. And I move that through being a leader for myself, but for the people around me, but for the people around me as a result of only the leadership that I see in myself. And for because of the leadership that I see in myself, the supervision that I des- that I delegate myself for since I deserve to be um, influential enough to speak on behalf of many, not just one group, but many different groups as a result of the power that I find in myself to trust my leadership before the leadership of uh, many different groups of people, but not just not just uh, d- groups of people, but the individuals that compose them and that I find it in myself to speak about current events is... Um, reflective of the power that I feel that I have um, and the strength with which I speak it. And um, really it's about changing lives through the movement that I start, through the vision of the movement, through the process of the dream that I'm envisioning that's unfolding, through the unvision, through the unfolding envisioning of my processed dream through from my imagination through as spoken through the window that is my mouth through the window that is the medium that is the soul that is the window to the my speak of the mouth through window of the soul through window of the soul speak mouth medium through pathway transmutable this pathway only this one speaks words out soul from mine because of the influence and because of the times that we live in and the influence that's needed and the initiative that's taken by the leaders that propose and advocate for the influence that's necessary in a time for leadership to be taken up by leaders who are worthy of the call to be leaders and there's just authority to be given to the influential to take power in times when initiative is to be communicated to transacted commercially to the lives of other people through 
the mouth and through the mouth and the words and the actions of maybe a few, but sometimes just of one. And the movement of the me managing the movement of my vision for uh, what I'm enacting and for the future that I'm moving towards is uh, really powerful. It's and it's palpable inside me and. What it is, the place it is palpable is inside of me because I'm the one who does this podcast for which the vision, I'm moving forward with the vision um, to speak on it. And it's my, it's, you adjust as time goes on to prepare your trajectory forward so that you adapt for the changing world in an efficient way to gain through that leadership qualities that you then use as an as accelerators for your further progression forward into uh, the epitome of leadership if you can arrive at that and what you want is for for it to have an accumulative effect so that you're you're just the ultimate like transformer robot leader that can't be stopped like I, i just say a transformer because that's representational of something that can't be stopped uh, because it's a giant metal uh, contraption, like like any appliance, lots of different appliances working together at once. Like there's like if you can cons- if you uh, just conjoined all the appliances that you can give names to, like it's kind of like a refrigerator mixed with a truck, like a dump truck, um, but also a, f- a freezer. Uh, the dishwasher, only kitchen appliances. It's kind of like what a transformer is, but all of this have to work at one time, but it's just like a giant hunk of metal, so it doesn't really matter what uh, services it used to provide when it its parts were differentiated. But there's like, so the anatomy of a transformer, I'm saying maybe it would help to think of that as it's like composed entirely of kitchen appliances, and each kitchen appliance has a different function the same way that the arm has a different function from the leg. and But what's different about a transformer than a human is that a transformer is uh, metal magnified. Like it's metal, it's very metal. Like transformers are metal in every sense of the word. Like I wish that I was a transformer, that would be metal. If I was one, that would be metal. I wish I had those capabilities, but I'm not necessarily a transformer like the difference between a transformer and a human being is that a transformer will like a transformer can crush like 60 human beings at one time like with it's probably like 65 with its full body if it laid if it fell from the sky arms out and legs out could probably kill like 65 people smushed in together probably more than that like but another human could crush like max two people if another human fell from the sky with his arms and legs out his or her arms or legs out and then the people that his or her that he or she killed would be either men or women like it could he could he or she could kill either men or women because uh equal men or men and women have exactly the same ability to be killed from falling other humans is uh a research they study that came out in scientific uh bi-weekly that's one of my favorite uh that's one of my favorite journals uh but uh the reason that i bring that up that's uh that's something that i like uh that's just something that's really on my heart to try to explain the movement that, that i try to adapt myself forward and adjust for the changing world and uh see it in a new way so that the vision can come true in the future and that I move the narration of myself 
forward into the future so that the ideology that my narration is executing will be accomplished through my potential and my leadership but i move the movement through the management of my movement skills but through the movement of my vision do i enact the power to confidently uh, accomplish and achieve my envisionings do i through my power and through the accomplishment of the initiative i take through the qualities i've gained in leadership and um leadership do you have the time leadership what's going on with leadership in our society why is it every interview question figure out what a leader is like like uh like i talk about different ideas on this podcast like the america has its own ideas that it talks about and mulls over uh, in a way like die tries to digest all these different ideas like that are particular to it particular to the culture of America and particular to it at at uh, given points in time like at this point in time like the last 30 years apparently we can't get over leadership and what it means to be a leader because everybody want to wants to figure out like oh what's a what's a leader and everybody has a different definition for what a leader is like a leader is just technically speaking just anybody who's over anybody else like anybody's a leader like if you considered every single number on the number line and you said like number one is first number two is second and number four is fourth and so on that you did the numbers that way like number one had the most authority just by its order in the number line like like the order of value is that it starts with one because one has the most value in this consideration of numbers because it's like the most powerful or it comes first or it's just first in order because you're just trying to designate it that way so like it's first number one is first and 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 but anybody like even number 31 is a leader because 31 is over everything 32 and lower than that like 30 31 is a leader like any group of 30 people like as long as there's anybody over somebody else like any sort of leader is a leader that's what a leader is so a leader can be somebody who leads almost nobody at all like a leader can a leader can be somebody who leads like two people in a in a group that has like uh, a fully developed hierarchy that there's like 500 people in it like you could be a leader and be near the bottom if as long as you're over something like a leader just has some sort of authority i would say but like a leadership uh all, all the interview questions are like what's a leader like what makes you a good leader and then you say like i'm a good leader because like i think i always say like you're a good leader if you are creative enough to like you're a good leader if you're creative but not just not creative like you're a good leader if you under i pretty much i think the default is at least for me is that you to be a good leader you have to understand the strengths and weaknesses of the people that you're leading like you have to know people you have to listen to the people that in the group you have to know what they you have to know about them you have to realize what they're like and you have to see yourself in them you have to relate yourself to all the people in the group but like the leader it, but i've said before like the leader is the most undefinable but that's like that's the same idea the leader is in any group like the most leadership of anybody is the one who has related themselves to everybody else in the group the most and therefore sees, sees part of themselves in the rest of the group enough to uh, at least more so than other people in the group so that they can lead everybody because you you're not uh but maybe you're just a bad leader if you try you can be a bad leader and lead without knowing people in the group 
though. Like, I'm just talking about a natural leader that arises. Like, there's a natural leader, but there's, like, people People are just put in authority that are bad at knowing who they're in authority over and therefore, like, aren't good leaders besides that there's a lot of ways to define a bad leader. But it's just, like, leadership. So anybody can be... There's lots of different kinds of bad leaders. Anybody can be a bad leader. Like, you can be a bad leader just by... uh just by doing anything just be a bad leader out there and today why don't why don't you be one um you can be a bad leader just by having natural inability to lead people or like you can just naturally get anxiety upon being put in a leadership position that other people won't have anxiety over like being a good leader means that you don't have anxiety so much over your decisions or at least you get to you don't let anxiety cloud your decision making because you don't you have less of it and therefore are able to be a better leader like the better like you can be a bad leader just by being bad at your job when you're in a leadership position but like pretty much any job is a leadership position as long because to have a job you're given a position and a title and so you have authority over a certain set like you have authority over your work and uh therefore like in a leadership position uh, in in the sense that you're a leader over that that and other people are not an, uh, not a leader over what their position is like like you're kind of a leader the more that you're an expert over something really I guess you would say but like you would be like anybody can be a bad leader just by having an authority position that they don't deserve or that they're just like not a good leader like if you get anxiety just by having responsibility over things then you're probably not you shouldn't take a leadership position but there's like taking a leadership position and then there's just like naturally being a good leader like there's also naturally what causes a leader to rise out of people that like who is naturally the one who the person who naturally takes initiative is the leader in a group so there's somebody who like there's people that take initiative but they do so so that they because they're not afraid of taking blame for decisions that go wrong because they want decisions to be made and some sort of advancement to happen is why you actually become is why you're actually a leader but like uh leadership is a boring topic obviously it's just that that's what i started talking about like there's something to be said about being a good leader it's just like everybody has a has a different opinion of being a leader but that's because it's just a general word and like you better I mean, you better have an answer for being a leader. Like, you better be able to answer for whether or not you're a good leader. You better, you're not, don't be a bad, you can't be a bad leader in today. Not in this America. You better have a good answer for why you're a leader, why, why you exude leadership qualities, why you have the potential to lead. You, have, you better have an answer for that if you want to stick around at all. Your answer to, like, if somebody asks you about leadership, you don't reply that you're a naturally a bad leader everybody you have to be a good leader you have to explain to people you have to argue people your ability to lead you know if you want to advance yourself i mean kind of in a career oriented sense like you have to have a good reason for like oh i'm a good leader like i have the confidence to lead i ha i'm not afraid to take the responsibility to lead or whatever like you have to 
you have to know what your answer is for that in order like especially in an interview but just like professionally speaking like you professionally speaking everybody in their companies has to uphold themselves as some sort of leader or having the having the ability of leadership like that's what you put on any resumes that you have leadership skills like you have to say that you're a leader but like since everybody has to say it there's plenty of people that are just like naturally not a good leader that are saying that they're good leaders but you better have an answer you better say that you're a good leader even if you're not you better aim towards that you better tend towards that because that's what success is pretty much in like america today like tied with our relationship and our viewpoint on leadership is that that is success is leadership that you had that you take the initiative is that you that you can be a leader but i mean there's something to be said about that because being a leader is just like whoever's influential is the person like people who are willing to step further into the future or put like uh take more of a risk in order to make a decision or that they're willing to bear the brunt of the of the risk if you're if their decisions go wrong are the people who have influence uh, ultimately, like if they, if you're willing to step ahead uh, with your, with what you think is true about the world, like you're, you're able to trust yourself enough to step ahead of other people. Like is kind of where you gain influence over other people that you trust yourself enough to propel yourself uh, past the threshold of like what other people have propelled themselves to. Is that you gain marginal influence over them? Uh, but marginal and you gain marginal influence like i'm just saying people who are in power are influential but they're like leaders automatically but they're a leader because they take the responsibility of being a leader like being a leader just has to do with how much responsibility you're willing to take like how much blame you're willing to be given in the future for your decisions like taking responsibility is being a leader it's just that you can take responsibility and lead people in the wrong direction so that doesn't make you a good leader like just but there's just like uh i mean there's challenges in the world today like there's just there's challenges that you got to overcome those challenges with your will and your drive to lead and to bounce back up when things are going wrong like you gotta like you find it i mean it's a team effort leading is a team effort you find it within your team uh to cooperate in order to move forward because leadership is not done alone a leadership uh you you need the power of a support group behind you but like you just need to connect with your team in order to move the team forward in order to move the value of your mission forward so that you capitalize on your mission statement you understand and motivate people to accomplish your mission statement that you're moving the mission forward to understand and process your mission statement in the process of you understanding it uh, is that you take leadership so as to influence through the initiative that you're willing to take. But you know what? There there really are challenges that you have to overcome when that when that happens. Just like there's always these challenges to being leaders. Just who's going to step up as a leader to take those challenges so that uh, they can move move people forward in the right direction like people are people who are willing to take a direction are the people who are going to be leaders to be influential to have the leadership to take a team of people in a certain direction to be leaders to be influential but there's just like the thing is that there's just a lot of challenges that you have to overcome and like the people who are true leaders are going to step up and face those challenges head on they're going to face those challenges head on is what they're going to do because in order to be a good leader because to be a good leader because when i go to in into an interview i'm like 
Well, I'm a good leader, and that's because I face a challenge head on. When I receive a challenge, I try to understand the challenge. I try to approach the challenge. I try to find myself relative to the challenge so that I can understand the challenge and process every corner and every part of it so that I can face it head on and take care of it right away. I don't care. I'm not afraid of challenges. I take them on right away as, as soon as they're presented to me. That's the first thing I do. I face them head on when they're in front of me. I take care of them. They pretty much are in front of me the second that they're known by me at all. They're in front of me. They're a priority. Challenges are a priority to me. I seek to challenge myself to make myself better, to make myself more of a leader because because I, I am a leader as a result of my ability to take on challenges. It's not like no challenge is a problem for me. Like that that's what makes me a good leader where other people aren't good leaders. Other people have problems with challenges. Like I'm not I'm not afraid to face any challenge so that I make myself at least so that I know the challenge more so than other people know the challenge because it's not a challenge unless it's something that people aren't willing to approach and I am willing to approach it and therefore take it on in some way and make myself a leader and where other people aren't leaders but that's just I'm talking about that that's just a bunch of management mission move the mission statement forward through all challenges you know what you you there are challenges out there but what you need to do is be consistent through them what you need to do through challenges is be a leader and be consistent through consistency. If you're consistent through your management and then with your mission onward and the initiative you take and having influence to enact the vision of what you want to enact about your mission and what you have the talents and the abilities to do in the world that you have influence and sharing your influence and meeting everybody at their level so that the team moves forward uh, in the name of the advancement of the mission so that the goal is tended towards and that you make progress in adva and advance towards the goal that is uh, most spoken most communicated by what your mission statement is and it's like what your mission statement is it's just like it's not going to matter what challenges you face when you have uh when you have a mission statement that's causing you to uh, take leadership to enact a movement towards the execution of that mission statement like there's no there's no influence that you shouldn't be willing to go to in order to be a, like a good leader because in order to see yourself understand the strengths and weaknesses of yourself and other people so that you can have influence to face challenges and be consistent through challenges but what really matters is that you make it you find it to be you find it in yourself to be a good leader so it's like i'm not going to talk about what a leader is and what a leader isn't like there's something to be there's something to be said about being a good leader is understanding what you have leadership over i would say and what you don't have leadership or over like whatever number you are in the number line in the order like first second place third fourth fifth if you are fifth if you occupy that position, you occupy occupy seventh, I think you would do right to understand that your proper jurisdiction is over everything that's eighth and below and that you are behind everything that's first, second, third. You're behind first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, but that's your place. Like knowing your place makes you a good leader, but knowing what you have authority over makes you a good leader. But knowing what you know is actually true is what makes you a good leader so i'm not speaking i'm not speaking ironically at least this last point i'm just talking i'm just saying like knowing your place knowing what you have the authority to speak on is what makes you a good leader because that's when you know you're gonna talk you're gonna speak in truth rather than in falseness because if you speak in falseness you speak about stuff that isn't actually true to you but like stuff that you have nothing no position to speak on because it's just something that you're trying to mimic that you see in somebody else like if you're trying to mimic somebody else's thing then it's not true to you you have you don't have the authority to speak on it but just that you have a vocabulary of all these different words is that you collect all these different authorities which you give yourself the the power to speak on that you invoke the authorities of different words in your repertoire is that you uh 
you know, you, you speak your entire language, but everything, every word that you know, every idea that you've come to define is like in your vocabulary and you can use it as long as you understand it enough to like say you have the authority over it. It's just that you can take authority incorrectly, which is that you speak uh, on terms that you don't understand. Like that's you not knowing your place. That's you not knowing what you have the, what your jurisdiction is, what you have the leadership over what you have leadership over like you have to know your place to be a good leader but like it's just that doesn't jive with like leadership as just like being in a position of authority like necessarily because you can just take a position and it's not like you uh it's not like you um have it's not like you readily understand who you have authority over it's just like you can take a position and be a bad leader anyway like and maybe like being yourself might make you a bad leader because you just maybe naturally aren't a good leader or naturally afraid of trying to lead people like if you're afraid of trying to lead people you shouldn't take leadership positions but i don't know um so this isn't i'm not that excited about what i'm talking about because i'm just talking about leadership and uh are there words to be spoken? Are there words to be spoken? It's just like uh, that there's leadership in the world, but everybody's everybody has to have an opinion on leadership. I don't think it matters all, is my opinion on the whole leadership deal with like our culture's relationship to leadership where we include it in all of our interviews, but like we understand it to be the tool, like uh, an ability you have to have in order to be a successful professional is that you have to be a leader. Um, like, uh, I don't really, I don't know what to make about that besides that it's just general, like a company can't actually gain that much by you sharing what you think your leadership qualities are. I mean, you speak from, you speak about what you are, what you have, like, I'm a good leader because, I mean, it's just a way for you to sell yourself. That's a, it's a medium really that we use for people to sell themselves and then for people evaluating the sales pitch to determine who sold themselves the best or who had the best leadership qualities if they're just comparing people who answered the leadership question to each other um leadership leadership is uh so you're trying to sell yourself by talking about what you have leadership over when it's like an interview thing or just like a professional thing but like you're always trying to sell yourself anyway like you're always trying to prove yourself to be a leader in a workplace environment like you always want to so that it so that it's understood that you have upward momentum in the company that you like aim to be a leader you identify as a leader you like act like one today is like you always try to sell yourself as a leader not just in job interviews but like in within the company you're trying to do that um so it's something you're always trying to sell yourself as but like that's that's the title we'd give to that body of things you sell yourself as is like that identifier that you want to that you're career oriented enough to try to identify as somebody who's supervisor material like within your job uh that's uh that's you trying to identify as a leader and like that's something you that's what we call that process or like something that's a name that we can give to that identifier somebody who has leadership like somebody who has leadership is somebody who identifies as having leadership identify like and people identify as having leadership automatically by actually taking initiative like to actually uh 
do things that other people wouldn't, but like just uh, doing actions just to figure out what's right and what's wrong. Like somebody who has a greater turnover of just actions that they commit in order to figure things out. Like I feel like maybe that's a good leader. Like somebody who tests a lot of things out and isn't afraid of being right or wrong is also a good leader. Um, like somebody who isn't afraid of being wrong so they just like test things out or like try things they make decisions like that's the same as like somebody who makes the decision they're willing to take the blame for if it goes wrong but like people like in testing things out like in places you go in the world and things that you try out you're like you're spending time and money to do those but like it's in order for you not just to like be successful automatically or like make all the right decisions but you spend money sometimes just to figure out that you made the wrong decision or just to figure out what a wrong decision looks like so that you can learn for the future. Sometimes you spend money just to learn uh, in your life and so that you take a better path the next time. Like spending money making decisions is sometimes like, I feel like maybe it's just always a good thing, but like uh, there's people that just carry on that mantra, like Kevin Hart, I think, like specifically talks about that, like that uh, you spend money, you, you just got to go and spend money you just got to go all the time like make decisions because it doesn't matter like i feel like his philosophy and what he carries on about himself is that like it doesn't matter to be wrong momentarily as long as you uh as long as you keep going as long as you keep like motivating yourself like positively because as long as you have a drive to constantly motivate yourself then you are not stuck like remembering what you did wrong you're not thinking about it and like dwelling on it or, or whatever you're just moving on to the next thing and making more decisions and like being wrong in other places like you have to not afraid to be wrong to be a leader but like so the the ability ability of having no fear in a workplace is how you can sell yourself like identify yourself to other people in your workplace as being a leader like if you just like appear as fearless you identify as that in the workplace but like that's what you sell yourself as but like i, I feel like it's just a workplace thing especially because of that's who is always asking what's a leader like the professional scene is always asking what a leader is so like as to the extent that the professional scene is uh embroiled in decorum like that it's that it's embroiled in like you have to go through a certain you have to go through decorum in order to interact with people in a workplace like it's a certain reality that's presented that you yourself you adapt yourself to to thrive in but i think if you're somebody who wants to thrive in a workplace you're going to sell yourself as somebody who's a leader but like you're gonna you're gonna take on the character of somebody who's a leader and you're going to like uh yeah like the decorum of a workplace is such that you is such that you get to be a leader if you want to because that's an accepted workplace identity somebody who wants to identify as supervisory material and it's not something that you find so much outside of like private sector public sector uh professional workspaces like you don't find the like the leadership for advancement in a company identity is not suitable for a regular life like like who like you interact with your with your friends and your family because when you interact with your friends and your family you're more trying to see yourself as i mean it's just like the identity of leadership as dictated by professionalism 
is not uh, necessary like for you. It's not necessary for you to be that in like regular life. But that's because regular life doesn't call on you to be like leader as uh, like this as spoken of by the status or the title of your position that gives you the authority to be a leader. You're not asked to be a position or a title in regular life and so therefore you're not attributed the authority of a position in regular life like in regular life you're attributed the authority of just being you your name and so therefore you don't have to worry about identifying as a leader if you're if you're not that but you might naturally be a leader it's just that like well you can naturally be a leader and it's not like you are um it's therefore not like in every workplace environment somebody who's acting like a leader is just like putting on a show like there are people that are actually good leaders and then they they naturally take on the identity of a leader better and then there's some people who try to pose as a leader and they're just like you can point out where they're bad at being a leader or where they're not uh they're not self-aware enough to recognize what their place is in the leadership hierarchy like people who are bad leaders are are trying to be stuff things that they aren't and therefore taking authority and making it so that they are in a different place than what they're they actually are in a different order you know that they have a different order in like the power structure is that they don't know their is that they're trying like if they're trying to project themselves to be higher in the order like uh that makes you a bad leader if you try to project that you have leadership qualities that you don't and therefore try to take on a placing that you don't deserve is what makes you a bad leader if you project yourself into higher leadership that you don't deserve makes you a bad leader you have to know who you are and sometimes that puts you at the bottom unfortunately but that's why it's difficult to face who you are sometimes because sometimes in a given situation you might be the worst you might have the worst uh or just over a given quality that's being measured like you might be the worst in that category and so like if it's something you want to be the best in like you really have to own up to that and face that you like you're currently the worst in order to be consistent enough through the challenges to rise above them to be to make yourself have a higher leadership position if you want to be a good leader but you aren't like if you aren't naturally a good leader but you want to be a good leader you have to recognize in yourself like where you're naturally bad at it so that you don't try to uh, overcompensate for your lack of ability and therefore make yourself a bad leader uh so be a good leader don't be a bad leader like be a good leader in society don't be a bad leader don't be a good be a good leader don't be a bad leader bad leader l-i-t-e-r that's what i was talking about the entire time you have full you have good leaders and you have bad leaders uh yeah let me tell you about the episodes that i lost and whether or not i'll recover them the only one that i recovered of the episodes that I lost is called optimism times pessimism optimism pessimism I recovered that uh that's the one that I recovered of like the 10 or 11 that I lost here are the titles of the other ones I lost here's what you miss out on on what I was going to do um I had one I just titled artist one called authority authority was a good one I was taking a I was taking a long time to get around to finally talking about it because it's like an essential topic to me and I explained that in the video and uh like that one was that one was good authority was a good one um I had one called cologne 
but uh, C-O-L apostrophe O-N, like, but Bartolo Colon's last name. So I had an episode where I was talking about Bartolo Colon, and that was the identity that I was discussing, was Bartolo Colon's identity. But I branched into it by, uh, <clears throat> I branched into it by talking about colons, and what's the difference between a, What's the difference between a colon and a large intestine is what I wanted to figure out initially. And I talked a lot about, I went on to Bartolo Colon's Twitter. Uh, that was one of the best ones I recorded. And I lost that one. I recorded one called Conspiracy. And that one is like a liberal versus conservative dynamic. But I'm just, but like, whatever. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm giving you summaries that would be good if I had the, if I had the recordings. Like, I don't give as I don't give nearly this good of summaries of anything else that I talk about, but I'm giving great summaries for things that you will never even hear. Uh, conspiracy, like that one I'm talking about, the dynamic between liberals and conservatives. Um, I recorded one called Currency, and I'll have to re-record that one, uh, where I talk about currency and how it's like differentiated, different reflections of uh, money, but like every country gets their own uh, perception of money, which is their currency. And that one is good. I, I would record that one again, if I never found it. Um, I had one where I was just talking about modern day liberal feminism and, uh, that I didn't really like it. Uh, there was one I was talking about intuition. I'm just saying the title. So there's one I was talking about intuition. That means the title was intuition. Um, Arizona. I was talking about the state of Arizona. Um, Unlimitation. Uh, there's one I titled Special, and I was going to be uh, that one. I was being a special. I was being somebody who was special. Uh, and there's one titled Nuance, and I just talked about nuance and how everybody uses that word. But like I, I some of them were actually good. I wish I would have not deleted them needlessly but uh there's there's always a place for that right uh, totally screwing up so as to lose the things that you exactly didn't want to delete because like there's there those files are pretty much the things i didn't want to delete and those are exactly what i deleted out of the things that i had chose had the potential to delete from like the things i chose i chose out of a large body of files to delete a select few and those were the ones that i exactly didn't want to delete uh but that's just i mean that's self uh destructiveness i'm self-destructive uh sub subconsciously it's like you subconsciously but like i didn't i don't want to uh accumulate accumulate all these projects all the i mean all the episodes that i don't get rid of and uh, so I'm glad I got to talk to you all about leadership. Um, join me in my join me in my tour. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not touring. Um, if I get like a bunch of if I get a bunch of listens in the future, like if I if my podcast like my podcast is doing well, it just like it's doing fine. I'm just not like optimistic momentarily so as to be like, oh, it's doing great because I don't want to like. I don't want to over, I don't want to set the expectations publicly that high. Like, oh, it's doing well. Like people listen to it uh, enough, like uh, exactly, probably a little bit more than you would expect for like just a beginning podcast. Like people listen to it. Uh, you can actually see how many views I get on, so on my SoundCloud account for it. 
uh it's probably like 20 20 an episode or so it's more like an average of like 27 an episode like 27 listens an episode so that's pretty good uh but i'm not big enough to do a tour yet and um oh well and uh thank you for indulging in my fantasies today that means a lot to me uh please give your neighbor a shout out and a woohoo no please i'm just losing the motivation to speak because i'm just like not uh give your neighbor a shout out today and tell them that you tell them that you think they're ugly or uh or that they uh mean a lot to you or that they have transformed your life one of those three it's kind of like a fuck Mary kill, but um, you choose you choose uh, of your just pick three neighbors and then those three, and you have to say those one you choose one per person. So uh, make sure you do that and uh, sayonara.